Man, that's a catchy tune, huh? Hey, welcome everybody. GFBS is the Berkshire Hathaway bi-weekly podcast. Twice a week, most weeks, we get together with somebody, some realty expert from Berkshire Hathaway, and today Adam Helgeson is back in the studio. How you doing, man? Awesome, awesome, awesome. Been a, well, I guess it's been a couple of weeks since we've seen you. Yeah, about three weeks. Yeah, yeah. Did uh, New Year's go good for you and all that stuff? Yeah. Is, uh fell asleep on the couch by 10.30, so yeah. it's good. <laughs> um, I think I maybe, I might have lasted about a half hour longer than you, and that's it. Um, I, I'm one of those guys, I don't ever do anything on New Year's Eve. It's just another day. Yeah, and, and I'm old, and, yeah. and I don't get out that much anymore. Uh, anyway, you know, one thing I like about uh, having you guys in this Berkshire Hathaway, uh, Hathaway bi-weekly podcast is I'm kind of a dummy with a lot of the things we talk about, and... Um, so I'm going to ask you some what I think might be stupid questions, but I'm hoping you think will be really good questions. Uh, like the first one, what's the difference between an inspection and an appraisal? Okay. Now, remember back to your elementary days. Okay. There's no Now, remember thing. the 80s was hard on me, so yeah. my yeah. memory isn't very good. But remember your teacher, there's no such thing as a stupid question. Yeah, well, yeah, that's true. Right? That's true. Now, you ask me a stupid question, you may get a stupid answer. <laughs> <laughs> so that wasn't a stupid question? No. <laughs> okay, good. No, that was, that was not. Uh, you know, a lot of people are confused um, talking about appraisals and inspections. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, an, an appraisal is ordered through the bank, and that's part of your, your purchase. Mm-hmm. The, um, whenever you finance a mortgage, they always do an appraisal. What that is is the banks kind of covering their butt and the, their... Lenders um, are the purchasers back, making sure that they're not overpaying for the house. Okay. Um, so they throw this bid out and random appraisers grab it, right? So that way I can't say, hey, buddy, uh, I got this house that needs to get appraised. You can go do it for me. You know uh-huh. what I mean? And yep. here's, a, here's a six pack of beer, right? We, sure. We can't, yeah. do, we can't do that. It's okay. All, it's all legit, all through the banks. Um, and then they come up with, market value based on homes, square footage, currents, you know, last sales, that type of stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, And as agents, we kind of do a mini appraisal, which we call a market analysis when we go list your home and when we go put in an offer on a home. So we kind of do a mini one. So we're not way out of the ballpark anyways. So um, a lot of times appraisals come in pretty close or at at value. Okay. now, would there be an order you would, <clears throat> excuse me, do this? Because I would think you would want an inspection before you get an appraisal. I'm not sure because what happens if you get an appraisal and then you go in and, and you inspect the place and you find out, oh, no, boy, it, this needs some stuff done. Okay. That's an awesome question, too. So let's start from the beginning. Okay. All right. Let's say we've been we've been house hunting and we finally find the house. You walk in, you're like, yep, this is it. Because usually within... Uh, a minute or two of being in the place, you can usually tell um, if, mm-hmm. if you can call this home or not, right? So we, we go to put in an offer. There's many steps to the offer. Um, and being a new-time home buyer, you know, or even people that haven't purchased for a while, uh, they kind of forget the steps. Um, the first thing we talk about, one, the majority is purchase price. Okay, how much are we going to offer for this house? And that's where I said the, the agents, we do a market analysis, kind of come up with, okay, based on current conditions, you know, um, this is what I think we should offer. Now, that mm-hmm. can always change. Mm-hmm. Like, 
if there's a multiple offer situation, you know what I mean? Well, then we may have to step up our game or, mm-hmm. you know, then you may end up paying a little bit over asking price or whatever based on, based on the situation. But that's a, that's a case by case basis. Okay. So we come up with the purchase price and then we have what we call earnest money, right? What earnest money is, is it's a good faith deposit that you put down on that property. Okay. Um, 500 to a thousand, um, I did one for sale by owner. They wanted twenty five thousand. Oh, um, he's like, I'm not moving all my crap out and getting out of this house unless these guys are serious. Okay, um, yeah, that's a rarity, right? It's usually like you know between five hundred to a thousand dollars. The company that has the house listed will hold that money, so they will cash the check and hold that money in a trust. Okay, okay, so that money goes towards your closing costs, but. If you back out of the deal and say, hey, no, this house came on the market and I like this one better, the seller gets to keep that earnest money. Oh, okay. Okay. So so if, if, if you are my realty expert and you showed me a house, I put earnest money down on it because I loved it, and then maybe possibly you call me back two days later and go, you know what? I know that wasn't quite what you wanted, but I think I found one for you. Um, so the earnest money from the first place, you don't get that back. Well, there's ways to get it back. Okay. Um, I don't like doing it. I know some agents do do it, but there are always contingencies in the offer. Okay. One is we always make it contingent on financing. Okay. Um, a lot of stuff can happen in the 30 to 45 days between the time you make the offer to closing. Mm-hmm. Um, for example, the day of the home inspection, I was with a young man, um, so excited to get his first house and he got a phone call and here his ex served him um, child support. Oh boy. So what did that do? That messed up his mortgage. Mm -hmm. So he had to back out the back out of the deal. Since we had that contract contingent on uh, financing, he was able to get his earnest money back. Okay. 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 So there are exceptions. There are exceptions. Okay. Another one is a home inspection. Okay, so that's what we talked about, you know, the appraisals and home inspection. Mm-hmm. You do not have to get a home inspection. Okay. Okay, that is the buyer's choice. A majority of people do. Um, to me, it's the best $350 you can spend. Right. Um, what it is is a trained professional comes through and they check everything. They test all the outlets. They look for leaks. They look for structural stuff. They check in the attic, make sure there's enough insulation. They give you a full report. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, once you get that inspection back, you have roughly, you know, it's all in the contract. We can put how many days we want between 15 to 20 days um, to have everything complete. Mm-hmm. We can come back and say, okay, well, house looked great. We are removing the inspection contingency. So sometimes if you're looking at homes, it is say pending contingent, right? Okay. That usually means they haven't completed the home inspection yet. If it just says pending, that means the home inspection is completed, right? And there's no other contingencies. They're just pending closing. Okay. So if you think you're closing on a house and you were waiting uh, for an inspection and they find out there's a lot of things that need to be done, now who is responsible? Would that be the person buying the house or would that be the person selling the house or do they just have to figure that out on their own? We that's where we we come in. That's okay. where it's nice to have an agent, you know, yeah. I mean, come to bat for you. So mm-hmm. okay, well, 
you know, this is minor, this is minor. Hey, I know someone that can help with that, but hey, this is a structural issue, right? We can get estimates so we can either come back to the seller and say, hey, we found this, this, and this. We want it fixed prior to closing or we aren't going to close, right? Or if there's too much stuff, we can say, nope, sorry, we're done. We're out. We're going to go look for another house. Okay. Um, And in that case, we can get our earnest money back too. Hmm. Now, I can't prove it, but I know agents in the past have used that as an excuse to, hey, we found another house we like better. Let's have a home inspection. Oh, we found stuff we don't like. We're out. Because you don't have to disclose what you found. Oh, 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 really? Yes. So Hmm. I did not know that. Um, I'm I'm an honest person, so I... To me, we when we go into a house, I don't use the home inspection to nitpick and try and get the price sure. down more or whatever. It is to me, it's for structural issues, main things that we did not know about mm-hmm. prior to putting in the office. Yeah, something that could be catastrophic in a few years. Correct. Yes. Okay. You know. So, you guys as realty experts, you wear a lot of different hats, don't you? Yes. Uh, and and that's just another reason. Uh, why to get a realty expert like you and do it months in advance because it sounds like there's a lot of things that could happen that can come up, yeah. uh, especially while you're trying to close or any of that kind of stuff. And sometimes sellers like to to hire and have a home inspection completed prior to listing. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So that way they know, hey, this is going to come up. This is going to come up. Let's fix it in advance. You know, and that way we're not we're not worried about it. Okay, you know? now I've got a question for you. My son and daughter-in-law and and granddaughter uh, in the process of uh, purchasing a new house in Fargo. Uh, it turned out to be um, kind of a, a, a bidding war. Uh, the house ended up going for more than the asking price, but there was how many offers on it? And is this something that happens a lot? Is this a very common thing? I guess it depends on how the market is. It depends upon the market. So, <clears throat> like, I had a nice little house in East Grand Forks that's been sitting on the market for what, 60 days, 60 mm-hmm. some days. Out of the blue yesterday, I got two offers on it. Oh. It's like, okay. You know what I mean? Where were you? <laughs> Where were you 30 days ago, right? <laughs> exactly. But now it's like, okay, now they're competing, which is good for the seller, mm-hmm. right? Because mm-hmm. they're going to come in with stronger offers. Um, so, with the market right now, yes, it is definitely time to sell. I think with um, everything going on in the politics today, mm-hmm. today especially, um, I think the market's going to change. Yeah, um, that's just my gut feeling. I think interest rates are going to go up, which it, it equals out for the buyers because the interest rates are going to go up for the buyers, right? Mm-hmm. But ultimately, that's going to bring house prices down. Okay, so for buyers, that kind of equals out. Where that hurts is sellers, right? Because you're not going to get as much your house as you thought you were going to in today's market, right? Because you have to make up for the interest prices. So it brings down your home's value. Okay. Now, I don't think you're the only one that thinks things are going to change, uh, probably starting today. Um, in fact, you know, sometimes I wonder if we're going to be on the air tomorrow yeah. <laughs> because of some of the, I mean, some of the shows we have. But uh, again, now this is just a great example uh, and, and every time I talk to one of you realty experts from Berkshire Hathaway, I learn so much. I, I mean, I'll be honest with you. Um, when I when I first met you, I thought, okay, Adam, what could there be to talk about? How I mean, how hard is it to go sell a house or put somebody in a house? Or, but there's a ton of things, yes. um, and, and, and I'll be the first to admit, um, maybe I didn't pay attention to that 
when I bought my house. But thank goodness my wife did yeah. <laughs> because there's a lot of things that you need to look for. When, when I bought my house, um, they'd been scabbing real water. It just said real water on the sheet. So I ended up having to put my own water line in afterwards. And there was all kinds of things that were not disclosed. It turned out to be an ugly ordeal. But, you know, I'm guessing right now if I would have had you for my realtor, I would imagine I probably wouldn't have had to go through. I might not even be living in that house. Yeah. So... You know, it, nobody likes surprises. Exactly. Um, and that's where the home inspection comes into play and hiring the right home inspector. And I mean, I had one deal in Farg, or in Hillsboro. I felt so bad. Um, young couple buying their first house. Um, they hired a home inspector I had not heard of before. Uh, I had other stuff going on. So I said, hey, is it okay if I missed the home inspection? I got, you know, and they're like, no, that's fine. He'll do his report. And uh, they went through, and there was a couple little things we had them fix. They move in, and they call me. They're like, hey, um, when we're doing our laundry, we can't even run the, the water in the sink. There's no water pressure. Um, they went to take a shower, and the tub spout would fill, but they pulled the little thing to take a shower. Oh, there boy. There was not enough water pressure to push the water up to the shower head. Oh, man. So the city came out and come to find out they had to replace the water main from their house to the street. Oh. So luckily the city covered, you know, and mean the expense to do mm-hmm, it. Mm-hmm. But they had to rip up their concrete driveway. Oh boy. Get the water line in and then that was their responsibility. <clears throat> luckily they were planning on redoing that anyways down the road and they're mm-hmm. like they positive attitude. they're like, well, at least we you know what I mean? It's something they won't have to worry about again for a long time. Yeah, exactly. They got everything, and they're happy now. But it's it's little things like that that um, can really come to bite you in the butt. Now, how do you find a good inspector? What what do their qualifications need to be? I mean, were they contractors? Are they uh, electricians, plumbers, or they just know just yeah. enough about everything? Yeah, enough about everything. You know, um, enough to say, hey, this doesn't look right, or you know, and sometimes inspectors get stuff wrong too mm-hmm. um i've had it where they come in and they're like hey we need a gfi outlet you know what i mean next to every water source and technically that's not true mm-hmm. as long as the first one in the series because you know outlets i ran in a series as long as the first one in the series has a gfi yep and that tr- if the other ones will trip that one you know what i mean you're good so i've had homeowners hire an electrician to come out and they're like no everything's fine well now we just paid to have an electrician come out for nothing yeah you know but it's better to be safe than sorry. And I would imagine uh, most inspectors, they're not fresh out of college. Uh, I would no. imagine most of them have worked in the construction or or that kind of field, you know, uh, to get that experience. Yeah, and it, it's just doing your research for a home inspector. I know at, at Berkshire, we send out a list. Um, we can't say, hey, use this person, but we send out a list of, Hey, these are the people we recommend, you know, based on prior experience. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the, the same goes for hiring an agent. You don't just go on the website and go, ah, there's a pretty face. You yeah. Know I mean, I'm going to call them. Um, make sure you know what you're doing. Um, Grand Forks alone, there's probably over 200 agents. Sure. Um, and I'd say 10% do 90% of the work. Yeah. You know, so make sure you know what you're getting. Um, someone that's going to represent you and know what they're doing so if if somebody is looking for an agent adam uh is there like if i look you up for example is there a bio on you is there a track record i can look at is there a percentage or how do we how do you judge 
a good realty expert? How do you find them? That's tough. You know, um, I'd say the best source is word of mouth. Yep. Yeah. You know I, mean? I would agree. Um, prior experience like a contractor anyone can make a fancy web page and throw numbers around and you know what i mean fake it till you make it mm-hmm. but when you have clients you know saying hey you know this guy knows what he's doing or you know past experiences and um as much as i hate zillow i love zillow because your clients can go on and give you reviews and that type of stuff and those you know that's what stands you apart mm-hmm. you know um so if I was to call you, say I just moved to town, um, looking for a house, and I've heard your name through the grapevine, and I say, Adam, uh, I, I'm thinking about buying a house, and, and I would like to interview you as possibly being my realty expert. Is that something that's normally done? Because, I mean, you can learn a lot and get a good vibe or a bad vibe off of somebody by just sitting down and meeting with them for five or ten minutes. Yeah, and that's... I've had a few people do that. Um, a lot of people don't. Mm-hmm. Or maybe just once they talk to me, they're like, hey, this guy sounds legit. You know what I mean? Or mm-hmm. whatever. I don't know. But, you know, I've had a few sit down like, hey, I'm just interviewing agents. Um, and I'm like, that's awesome. Yeah, you know I, mean? I mean, because whether you're a good agent or not, um, you know, and I'm a good agent, but also what you've done in the past, your history, all of that kind of things, uh, you can learn a lot about a person by just sitting down and talking with them. Yeah. So, I mean, that's why I try and um, my my three keys are communication, integrity. Um, now I'm having a brain fart. I have it on my, my website. Communication, <laughs> integrity, and whatever the hell the third one is. Something else, huh? Something else. I mean, because they're but all... It's like you can go to people's websites and, you know, put your bio out there. You can go read about them, their past. Um for example, my nephew, he's a junior in high school, and I was, you know, I used to do career explorations and, and help military soldiers mm-hmm. determine what they're going to do. A military recruiter, I used to help kids choose their college path. Whether it was military or not, I'd help them find a college, whatever. So um, my nephew was talking to me about what he's going to do after high school. And I was like, well, what do you plan? He's like, oh, I'm thinking about, you know, being a, an electrician or a plumber or else. You know, I was thinking about getting into real estate like you after high school, and I said, go electrician or plumber. Yeah. And he's like, what, don't you like being a realtor? I'm like, I love it. But I said, who in the hell is going to hire a high school senior or 19-year-old kid to help them purchase a house? I said, you got to have some life experience. You have to have some skills to bring to the table. Now, if you're an electrician or a plumber or have a car construction background down the road, mm-hmm. yes, that will definitely help you be a realtor. Sure. You know what I mean? Because this kid's outgoing. He's got a gift to gab. You know what I mean? He's awesome, and I think he'd be great, but he needs to get some life experience for right. help. Right, right. So. Um, Jeff Carl, by the way, uh, just texted us, said Adam did a great job at both helping us sell our home and purchasing our new one. Thanks, Adam. Got to yeah. like it when you hear stuff like that, huh? I do. Yeah, Jeff's awesome. Yeah. So. You know, I learn a ton every time we talk, and uh, it's great having you in the yeah. studio. By the way, uh, Jeff, I'm still waiting to go fishing. What kind of fishing are you going to do? I don't know, wherever he takes me. He's okay. with that Hometown Heroes. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He was just on the show yeah. last week. I didn't realize it was that guy. I know, I know he's busy helping other heroes. I'm not really a hero, but, you know, if he's ever bored... Uh, as far as I'm concerned, Adam, you are because uh, you served our country and you did it well. And yeah. I'll take you catfishing this summer if you want. Hell yeah. All right. All right. You bring the beer. I can do that. All right. How do we get a hold of Adam Helgeson, realty expert at Berkshire Hathaway? 
701-317-1750 or else you can hit me up on my website adam helgeson or my email address adam helgeson realtor at gmail.com or homesbyhelgeson.com is my website Thank you so much for hanging with us again today. Not a problem. It's a pleasure. All right. There you go. Adam Helgeson. He is your realty expert. It's your Berkshire Hathaway bi-weekly podcast. Hope you enjoyed it. Hope you learned something. I know I do every time. We'll be back on Friday. Have yourself a good week. <laughs>